Welcome to Big Kid Pod. I'm your host, KDC, and every week I hope to enlighten you about our feelings because we're just a bunch of big kids with big feelings, big life questions, and sometimes without a guide. So I hope to be that for you. This week we are talking about regret and anxiety and how they love to be side by side and hold hands every once in a while. So, let's get into it. So I was introduced to regret really early on in my life, and I think it was around the same time that I started experiencing anxiety, because I would spend hours upon hours, after I would get home from my day at school and work, I would just sit in this space and overanalyze everything I did throughout the day, and I would feel so much regret, like I shouldn't have said this, why did I do that? Why did I wear that? (laughs) And I didn't realize that it was regret until decades later, honestly. And it was so intense of how much time I would really spend rehashing out every conversation and everything I did or said throughout the day. And it's crazy because I would regret so much of it and... I would be so hard on myself about how I would respond to people and how I didn't show up and how I didn't have courage to do things. And this is, well, my original solution was to bypass all of that instant regret and find courage with an alcohol. Because as soon as I drank, I felt more like myself in a way and I was able to find courage that's why they call it liquid courage right it's because all of those preconceived things in our mind that usually hold us back are no longer there not only was it very sobering to become sober (laughs) but it was so liberating to really understand that the courage that i needed i couldn't find at the bottom of a bottle or glass when i talk about my story Sometimes I will mention that I had a quarter life crisis and a third life crisis, but it was always because I was met with some kind of regret. And at first it was the regret that I had in relationships. So that I shouldn't have again met this person, hung out with this person, dated this person. So I would regret relationships and life decisions. I had so much regret about school. Even thinking about it now, if I could go back, I would have taken completely different classes. My degree probably would have been different. And it's funny because after you go through school and graduate and then get the job that you thought you wanted... This was me. I had a quarter life crisis because as soon as I got there, it's not what I wanted. And it was also because I was trying to seek happiness within my career. And when that didn't happen, whoo, but that's a next month kind of topic. Anyways, I had so much regret about school and my career path. And even now, it can be really easy to look back at your life and only see regret. I like 
hmm, it's not that I like power, but I was searching for my power and I was giving it away so freely and that was one of my biggest regrets. And so in order for me to get my power back, I needed to focus only what I could control. And that's when I found out that there were actually two different types of regret. There's productive regret where we can learn and then change our behavior. And this is what I try to teach you guys. There's also unproductive regret. And this is where my anxiety lived. And it was always blaming myself for every little thing. And honestly, this is partly what led to a lot of my health issues and it's crazy that by carrying around regret like your body physically feels like you're carrying it and it is linked to so many health issues and I didn't realize that I thought it was you know scientific hooey but to really feel it in my body and see the difference in even my energy levels and again, more scientific hooey, but my blood sugars and my cholesterol and all of my things, like, ugh, not that my doctor is telling me, oh, because you no longer live with this much regret, <laughs> you are now cured of all ailments. That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, it is bananas about how much regret and focusing and living in that space of regret can really affect your health and not just mentally but also physically all right so how did i pull myself out of this much anxiety it took a lot and it i had to start by asking for help because i knew that i couldn't do this on my own i knew that i wanted a different life but I was so focused on all of the regret that I couldn't see a clear path whatsoever. And it was really frustrating and I knew that I needed help. Um, one of the things that really helped pull me out of this anxiety and really show me clearly what I was missing was when my friend introduced me to CBT. Let me say that again, CBT, not CBD but cognitive behavioral therapy. She let me know that it focuses on teaching to change habits and thinking patterns. I had crazy PTSD due to early childhood abuse, and I found out that a lot of my regret and self-judgment came from there. And it only took an outsider and an expert to really show that to me and again I've talked a lot about forgiveness and this is where it started it was knowing that regret and that shame and that blame none of that was me and all of the things that I could control only stemmed from now and I didn't want to let so much of my past really affect my future and my present so my therapist really helps me understand so many different parts of my brain and it has been so helpful to talk to somebody else and to talk to somebody that's a little bit unbiased and it took me a long time again to find the right therapist. I've talked about this in previous episodes before too. 
I knew that I carried a lot of bad habits and like my smoking habit, my drinking habit, I was able to do that on my own. But in order to create new habits and new thought patterns, I couldn't even fathom because I had lived in this space for so long doing the exact same things, saying the same things, believing the same things that I just needed somebody else to show me how. And it was not only my therapist, but also my life coach that has done this for me. And that's, again, what I want to do for other people and to really help change and teach you new habits. And oh man, the hardest lesson for me was learning and relearning even now that all of it starts in my damn brain. And it's tricky because we rely on our brains to help us breathe, to tell us when we're hungry, But then we also think that we should be relying on it to tell us when we're angry and to tell us when we're frustrated or when we're anxious. But with help, I was able to realize that it started in my brain for those feelings and that if I wanted to feel other things, I had to have new thoughts. I knew that I had to clear out my whole damn brain and figure out why I thought the way I did and why I created these habits so that I could use what does work for me and then just spin it into something else um, that was even more helpful. It's funny because when I heard that feelings of anxiousness are actually the same feelings of excitement, that blue my mind. And I didn't believe it at first until (laughs) classic panic attack um, came up later that day. And I was going into a conversation that I felt like I was ready to to have. But then in the moment, I became so anxious. And when I realized that I was thinking it of anxiety, I changed it to thinking of it as excitement. I was excited to talk to this person and not only to tell them how I was feeling, but also to listen to them. And my anxiety kind of melted. And I still use this trick now and it's gotten easier to melt that anxiety feeling away. Um, But it was little things like this and tips like that that really helped me let go of the instant regret and focus more on what I could control. And that was the feeling, not of regret, not of anxiety, but maybe because of excitement or curiosity. It's also why every month when I talk about feelings, I'm choosing two and not just focusing on one, mostly because even for my brain, (laughs) sitting in one feeling um, can be tiring and exhausting. (laughs) Bit redundant, but you know what I mean. And so it's also just to show that we can combat a negative feeling by choosing a positive one. That is why this month's feelings are regret and empathy, because it was By me noticing these patterns, negative patterns and thought patterns in myself, I was able to be more empathetic with other people when I would see them living in the same type of space. This is why I focus on two 
feelings every month to show that you can definitely combat one negative emotion with a positive one or even just reframing reframing the thought of regret and seeing it as a chance to practice empathy instead really understanding and living in through my life I have so much empathy for other people and you don't have to live a struggle to have empathy but understanding that everybody has their own struggle is the first step (laughs) as a person that likes to talk to other people and ask questions if you've seen me within the past two months I have probably asked you what are some of your most common regrets or something that you regret or think about a lot and I got a lot of the same answers which I wasn't too surprised about but at the same time was a little bit so I want to ask you this question too what is your biggest regret in life the top answers I got was that people spent too much time on worrying if this is you hands up girl same I also spend so much time worrying again another place anxiety likes to linger another common life regret is not showing or telling people really what we feel and I think this is scary right because it comes with vulnerability which was last month's topic so if you want some more help and look at vulnerability look at anything on the blog on the website excuse me for the month of april another common regret was about worrying again but more specifically about what other people thought So again, this is something that we cannot control and it's hard to live in this space always thinking about what other people think. And oh my lordy, this is so true now seeing our teenagers and our preteens and that's all junior high is, is worrying about what your friends think of you, what your not friends think of you, maybe even more, what your teachers think of you, what your parents think of you. And I don't remember spending as much time thinking about what I thought of me. That never happened. I was always thinking about what others thought of me. So if you have a teenager, preteen, anything like that right now, that's why these lessons are so important for our kids as well. Because trying to control what other people think of us, oh man, I've been trying to do this for years and the shit is not working. If you have found this magic trick, please tell me. Just kidding. Because I know that if I believe that I am okay in operating at my best, that is all I need. Again, that's where the happiness part is coming from, right? I spent a lot of time regretting and thinking about what other people think of me. Another regret is people wasting time. And, oh, same right? Again, same. These are all things that I am also very guilty of. And I am a great 
person that has a bad habit of procrastinating. And even to record a podcast episode, someone was asking me how I muster up the courage to sit down and do it week after week. And what I told them was that the secret was partly batch working and the fact that when I build up the momentum to sit down and record a podcast, I'm just going to power through. Because I know that it that is the best use of my time. And knowing that I can sit in inaction for a very long time. I am great at it. Netflix and chill, 100%. <laughs> Just scrolling on my phone, that is a big thing too, right? And it's part of the reason why I turned off notifications on my phone was to get out of that bad habit of spending so much time on social media and really spending my time more purposefully. The last most common regret that I heard from people was how much time they find themselves wasting. And I am definitely guilty of this. I have such a bad habit of procrastinating that it forces me to do absolutely nothing, which is the opposite of everything I want to do. I want to be able to be productive and use my time purposefully. But when there's new things on Netflix and on YouTube and on Google, <laughs> it can be really hard to block all of that stuff out. And so one of the things that really helped me was turning off my notifications on my phone. So the only pop-ups that I'll get are important emails from people on that important list. So I'm only getting email pop-ups for those. I'm not getting pop-ups for all of my Sephora updates and my Groupon emails. Like that was no. (laughs) And so I found this application that puts everything, like that puts all of those lists in a bundle and then sends me only one email. But anyways, that's something different. Um, I only also have notifications for text messages and obviously phone calls, but that's it. All of my social media notifications I've turned off because I found when I was trying to be productive, as soon as a pop-up would come, man, I grabbed that phone so quick and it would pull me out of the space of what I was trying to do. And then I would find myself two hours later more up to date on what was happening on YouTube and Instagram, but not any further in the work that I was actually doing. So this is a topic that we're going to be getting into later on, um, mostly in, excuse me, July, uh, spoiler alert, but really planning on purpose helped me with this regret of wasting too much time and I found myself procrastinating so much less because when I'm planning on purpose that's the only thing I'm doing with that time that I'm giving myself so even right now excuse me it's my day off from my nine to five and I knew that weeks in advance and so I have prepared myself to sit down and record this episode it wasn't oh my god I see it on my calendar now I'm going to avoid because I still have to do research I still have to do my write-up I still have to send it to my editor sup Casey I love you I still have to do all of these things no 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 right because if that's how I'm 
using my calendar and my schedule, I'm not going to get anything done. So it's when I have this time to sit down and record this podcast, that's the only thing I'm doing. If my phone is ringing, I'm ignoring it because this is what I'm doing. Obviously, I will know if it's an emergency because they'll probably call again or send me a text, right? Um, I also know it's like trying to pump yourself up to go work out, right? If I know that I have a workout this evening at 7, as soon as 7 hits, oh man, I'm going to find every excuse to (laughs) pump myself up. But instead, I'm going to, again, plan my time and like the 15 minutes before, that's when I'm going to change. That's when I'm going to fill my water. That's when I'm going to go to the bathroom so that at 7 o'clock, my workout starts. I'm already in that space and have prepared myself to move forward. Those were the top four regrets in life that people told me. And this was, I don't know, after asking hundreds of people (laughs) and varying ages as well. So what are you regretting most in your life right now? Are you spending too much time on worrying or not telling people about your feelings and showing up and being vulnerable? Are you caring too much about what other people think or regretting wasting so much time? I want you to know that all of these things can be changed, right? These are just bad habits that we've found ourselves in that we can relearn and rejig and then use to our advantage. So it's almost summer here and For us in our city, that means that it's almost time for the Calgary Stampede. It's this giant western fair that takes over our city. And, um, yep, it's basically a giant carnival with a rodeo and concerts. And it's bananas in our city for 11 days. And one of the things that always kicks off this giant event is a good old-fashioned parade. (laughs) On a side note, did you guys see the Toronto Raptors parade, like trying to get that trophy through downtown this week? That was bananas. That amount of people in one place. Oh my goodness. Talk about anxiety for me. Holy shit. Okay, so going back to that parade or the Stampede Parade. Think of any parade. (laughs) But as a kid, my mom would always take me so, so early. Um... And I remember that like traffic would still be going and they haven't even closed all the streets yet because it was so early. And there would be my mom and I waiting to run out onto the road and put our seats right at the front so that we could be the closest as possible to the parade. I freaking loved it. And I still love parades probably for this reason. And we're both small humans. So being at the front of the parade was optimal so that we could see because one person in front of me, I wouldn't be able to see anything. Mm. When I first started meditating, one of the things they talked about was seeing your life as a parade. And I was brought back again to the Stampede Parade and just thinking of all of my feelings as different floats going by. And it's important for us not to jump on the float of regret and then just cruise on through the rest of my life only on that one float. It's important to 
see our feelings as more of the observer of the parade and not, again, the director or, well, I guess we are the director. But in this scenario, right now, we're just watching the parade on the sidelines. And by not jumping on the float of regret or worry or overwhelm, I'm just noticing that it's there. And I'm choosing to let it go. I'm just going to keep on watching. And this brought me so much peace because I was no longer reacting or resisting or even avoiding the feelings. They just kept going by. I talked about me finding my liquid courage um, to do anything, to talk to a boy to go to a job interview, to just show up in life, I needed liquid courage. And again, it wasn't until I was sober that it really kicked my ass. And it's funny because, again, I thought that a lot of my regret and anxieties, remember how I was saying it has physical reactions in our bodies? I call it anxious belly. And I carry around a pocket pharmacy from Sage Oils so that I can always continually have Eater's Digest on my person. And I, if you see me throughout the day, I will probably have Eater's Digest on at some point. It smells like black licorice. It's probably me because I have anxious belly. And it's usually because I'm regretting something that I did or that I said. I carry around a lot of guilt and regret and it often likes to live in my stomach. But that is my reminder that it begins in my head and that my thoughts are what create my feelings. And even though I have anxious belly in the moment, again, that is my red flag to myself and maybe to other people. (laughs) Well, now to other people that I need to recheck my parade and make sure that I'm not sitting on a float that I should be on and reframing my thought from anxiety to excitement, from regret to gratitude. And even though we've been through some shit situations and some hard life lessons, there always is some kind of silver lining. And it is hard to see that when you're in the thick of it. And when people always tell me to see the good in the situation, when I'm still in the situation, I'm going to punch you in your face, right? This is when empathy needs to come in. Because sometimes when people are talking to you, they just want to talk to you. They're not looking for advice. They're just looking for an ear. They're just looking for that empathy and for somebody to sit in the feeling with them. That's what empathy is. So when I have feelings of regret, I'm looking for that gratitude and for that silver lining, for that lesson that I learned in that moment, because that is how you change your thought. That's how you trick your brain. (laughs) Our brains will often look at past patterns, right? It's looking for truth. I talk about being a fact hunter and our brain likes to be a fact hunter, but the facts that they're finding or the facts that it is finding are based on past habits and past thought patterns, right? And again, if 
you don't want any of those old things, we're going to have to create new ways of thinking. So I need to be the ultimate fact hunter. I need to find the gratitude in that situations instead of the shit. Because if that's all I'm going to focus on, I'm only going to feel regret. I'm only going to feel overwhelmed and worry and anxious. And that's not what I want. I want to feel excited that I learned this life lesson. I want to feel gratitude that I am still here to tell my story and to help other people. And I want to feel that no matter what, I am enough and that I am good and that I am going to enjoy this damn parade that is my life and I'm going to be true to me. And that's all I want you to do. I want you to ask more questions. Classic questioner, right? (laughs) I want you to practice more empathy. I want you to show more kindness. Because you know me, kindness drives change, y'all. And there's my stampede coming out. (laughs) So when you feel regret, I want you to look for gratitude. I want you to remember that you made it through that bullshit and you are stronger because of it if you choose to be. I want you to remember that regret is a short, short word. But if you let it, it will follow you for the rest of your life. And that's not what I want for you. So sure, I still have regret. Like, why did I wear my hair that way this week? It was the worst. (laughs) But even though I may have that regret, again, I'm not jumping on the float. I'm just letting it pass by. And that's okay. And that's enough. And so are you. So I want you to remember, we're all just a bunch of big kids out here. With big feelings, with big questions, and with big hearts. So... Show a little empathy to somebody in your life this week. Look at your regret in a different type of way. Try to find that silver lining. You'll be all right. We got this. If you have kiddos, talk to them about regret, right? Ask them how they see it. And this can be a great conversation starter for all of you and how we should reframe regret with gratitude and empathy. I'm excited to talk to you guys soon. Peace.